Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast presented by Generations Bank. I'm Luke Hannon. And I'm Max Harrell. All right, Luke, how are you? How's Good. life? Um, How's a golf game? Hey, back-to-back rounds in the 80s. It's huge. When you play from the Reds, it's not that hard, so. Well, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't do that. Okay. But feeling good. Striping it. Striping it. Yeah. So for every two bad shots, you hit a good shot? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. But. uh, Welcome to life. Yeah, it's that season. The weather is great. Um, got some April showers going on. Uh, you seen Mario yet? No, you don't. You don't come off as a guy who just stayed inside and nerded out on video games as a kid. I not at all. You no. look like you were like throwing rocks at windows. I was and just slinging just trouble. Yeah, just slinging mud, <laughs> just yeah. slinging mud around, biting on sticks. So you did, <laughs> that's all you had to do in Camden, right? That's just right. Bite, bite sticks, eat mud. Did you? Uh, did right. you have a Nintendo console? Were you a Mario? Do you know who Mario is? Let's start there. Yes, I do. What color hat does he wear? Red. And Luigi? Uh, yellow. <laughs> Green. Green. What's his red? Waluigi's right. yellow, so, right? Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's purple. But <laughs> Wario, <laughs> Wario wears yellow. Anyways, uh, okay. I haven't seen the movie either. Um, I've heard it's an absolute blast. Sure. Uh, but some good movies coming out this summer. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to see Air. I haven't seen that yet. The one about Michael Jordan, um, then Nike and that kind of stuff. I saw it. No? Not good? Hot take. It was a little underwhelming. I'm not a huge Ben Affleck guy. Affleck. He's just, he's... What'd he do to you? Nothing, nothing. Um, he just, you know, stole J-Lo from A-Rod, so... Well, it sounds like you've got personal <laughs> problems with that. that. Yeah, just some uh, Hollywood goss. But yeah. Anyways, air is good. <laughs> it's good. But uh, good. I, you know, if if you've got two hours, I would rather you just you know go watch Michael Jordan highlights instead of going to see air. I think that's, that's my fair. take. I think that's fair. Uh, it's fascinating, but uh, we're not here to talk about movies. No, even though we just did. <laughs> even though we just did. <laughs> we're here to. Uh, kind of resume our uh, banking industry discussion with some news as of today's April 25th. We're just going to go ahead and timestamp this because who knows what will happen over the next couple of weeks. But uh, as of today, uh, First Republic Bank is kind of facing an uphill challenge to regrow its business. Um, So I want to talk about First Republic Bank uh, as they just had their earnings call yesterday and their stock is tumbling and it's been tumbling since Silicon Valley had their, uh, you know, fallout. But um, how has this bank been affected by that bank? Yeah. And what does that mean for all us other banks? Sure. Um, so. Yeah. So let's give a little background on First Republic Bank. Absolutely. First, right. So they're headquartered out of San Francisco or the San Francisco area, right? Um, they are top 20 bank as far as asset size. Um, and as far as we know, a similar type customer base as Silicon Valley Bank. Does yeah. that all sound yeah, accurate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, when we say top 20 bank, 
that is massive. I mean, yeah. I know top 20, you know, doesn't sound doesn't sound crazy, but top 20 bank means that you're dealing with hundreds of billions of dollars. Right. Um, but yeah, similar customer base as Silicon Valley, um, meaning they were uh, housing a lot of uninsured depositors who are... So lar- large depositors, right? Right. So therefore, uninsured, um, that, that percentage goes up because of their size of customer, if that makes sense. Yeah. So as of uh, year-end 2022, this was a very large bank, um, and they still are. But, uh, you know, taking us back to what happened with Silicon Valley, I believe that was right around the first week of March, going into the second week of March. Um, Just to look at their, so quarter one, January 1st to March 31st, um, it was a um, roller coaster for them. That only went down, I guess you could say. <laughs> it was a, a, a big slide. Sure. <laughs> so, you ever played shoots and ladders? They were, they were. It was um, all shoots. Yeah, it was all shoots. <laughs> so, no, no ladders. Um, but this is happening right now. And so, we, like I said, we don't really know what's uh, going to happen in, in the coming weeks. Yeah. But um, let's just take you back March 8th, looking at their stock prices, they were at $115, um, $115 a share. As of uh, you know that same time period, they were at 170 billion in asset size, right? Right. Well, that's just deposits. Oh, just deposits. Okay. Just deposits. Wow. They were at uh, 173 billion dollars. Um, March 10th, um, this was you know came out um, with their earnings call yesterday. They said that they were facing some unprecedented unprecedented deposit outflows. So the day that this you know, Silicon Valley Bank um, fallout happened, um, it affected other banks specifically yeah. in that region. Um, that feels really professional to say, right? Yeah. Unprecedented deposit outflow. Yeah, that's not something that my brain could come up with. But yeah. this guy, uh, good for him, I guess. So, yeah. Um, so basically what he's saying is, they had a lot of people pull money out of yeah, the bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me break it layman's, down for layman's you. Layman's terms, right? Yeah. Uh, they they had a bunch of people take their cash out of that out of that bank. Right. So with this being a top twenty bank, top twenty, uh, top twenty biggest bank in the United States, um, there were some big players who were looking around and saying, "We can't have one of our you know largest banks in the U.S." start we can't have two in a week you know well yeah it's it, it it would it would have a ripple an unnecessary or undesired ripple effect yeah uh, that would be again uh, would be bad for the industry yeah so march 16th so just under a week later uh they received i don't know if it was asked for but basically what happened they received a 30 billion dollar injection um from 11 different uh 11 of the country's largest banks so injection meaning capital injection or yeah yeah it was unsecured uh capital yeah from from 11 banks some of those being wells fargo i mean your big dogs wells fargo sure. bank of america yeah jp morgan trying Chase. to solidify their position as a bank and, and stabilize first republic bank yeah exactly um so Kind of going into or since uh, quarter one ended in uh, you know March thirty first, 
It's almost been a month. Their deposits have remained steady, but they did come out yesterday and say that they lost $102 billion in deposits. Billion with a B? With a B. <laughs> so, that's like we said, that's this bank of. only had $173 billion in deposits March 9th. Wow. So that means... Uh, you know, I don't know what they were at January 1st, but, um, you know, they're, they're, they were at 104 billion, um, March 31st. And that's including the 30 billion that was, uh, injected by the other banks. So, oh, so they injected that into, into the bank as, as a deposit. Correct. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So when they use the term outflow, I think of a, uh, creek flowing, the dam broke here, right? $100 billion in outflow is the dam breaking. That is the dam breaking. That's, that's, that's a Hoover dam. That's, a that's Hoover. no beaver. Nope. nope. <laughs> it's a large nope. dam. That's a big dam. So, yeah. Um, and I don't want to necessarily speculate on why that happened, but like we said, this is the same, a similar customer base to Silicon Valley. Um, so... You might have had some depositors who were looking across the street and saying, well, that's happening right there. Yeah. Um, both these banks are based out of San Francisco. Um, what are the odds that this yeah. this could happen over here as well? Yeah, and if you remember right, they were they made kind of national headlines at that time for having, you know, old-fashioned bank runs where they had people – lining up on that Saturday, uh, you know, right after SVB had, you know, essentially failed, um, they had people lining up outside of their doors. Uh, so that was kind of the the narrative at that time was, you know, how is this going to affect the banking industry? And the spotlight was on First Republic Bank, um, you know, simply because they were there, they were close, and that was where a lot of people were lining up, you know, yeah. to take their cash out. Yeah. So on this earnings call that they came out, basically they had two public announcements that were red flags. One was a $30 billion capital injection from these other banks. You know, customers are looking around like, okay, they need some help. They're getting some help, but they need some help. So right. maybe this isn't as steady as we thought it was. Uh, the second was this earnings call yesterday uh, where they not only announced that $102 billion loss in deposits, Technically, $72 billion because they got the $30 billion. But um, they also announced that they're going to be laying off 25% of their workforce, which will be about 1,800 jobs. Goodness. Um, they will be cutting executives' salaries, and they will, quote, be pursuing, quote now, pursuing strategic options. Pursuing strategic options. So they're looking for a buyer. They are looking for a buyer yeah. in a market where no one really wants to buy. Where their got. stock is <laughs> their stock is bottomed out. Yeah. And they're looking for a buyer. That's, yeah. So after explaining all this, hey, yeah. you know, hey, everybody who's invested in this company, um, we've lost a hundred billion dollars in deposits. We're gonna cut, you know, a fourth of our workforce, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um that took twelve minutes normally on these earnings calls. They field some questions, but they just hung up. <laughs> they didn't want to talk anymore. They well, I don't blame them. There wasn't much to talk about, yeah. was there? 
Yeah. So um, I think that was, you know, we haven't really seen any, we, we didn't get to have any balance sheet fun yet. I didn't, I didn't get to look oh, at it. So I didn't get to really check out and see, um, you know, if they're positioned, um, how they're positioned currently. Yeah. Um, but the way that they handled that, I think sparked a lot of fear. Sure. So. And, and, and public perception is huge when it comes to this stuff too. And so. Um, you know, that's not ideal for that situation at all. Yeah. So obviously they've they've lost those deposits, but looking at their stock, I said March 8th, 115 a share. As of noon today, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, it dropped down to about nine a share. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. That's share. less than when they IPO'd. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. So gosh. it's an all-time low, down 93% year to date. Um, I know it was in the one, I think one forties last year. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's, it, there's a lot of fear going on. Yeah. And like we said, this is a huge, another huge bank, um, where it does look a little differently than Silicon Valley Yeah. where Silicon Valley, um, we knew that they were mismanaging, um, you know, their assets, but Right. This is a little different because it's almost the result of another person's, another bank's um, failure. Yeah, I mean... It, it, it looks it, that way. It, I mean, we'll see. Sure. I mean, and we'll the, see if they recover. But as of right now... Yes. Maybe because they're across the street, it's something that's running running off yeah. onto them. So. Yeah. I mean, th- there's definitely something to that, right? There's something to the fact that Silicon Valley Bank is in their backyard um you know there's probably some some similarities as to how um how they function and operate i I don't know that um but yeah a a bank that was seemingly positioned as um as a top 20 largest bank with significant growth strategies the ability to um I mean, you just said they they were they were functioning well at one hundred and forty dollars a share. Now that was probably inflated, but um, but the reality of the fact is that um, they are just taking it on the chin right now, and um, you know that's it's hard to it's hard to witness and hard to watch, especially as we essentially see new headlines coming out. Um, you know, every minute now. I know that on the trading floor they have stopped trading three times today. Yeah, that's and, crazy. And Just, in the last twenty minutes, as of when wow. we are, yeah, as of when we are um, recording this podcast, and stock is down forty five percent today. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's just it's just a large exit. It's essentially all it is now. Um, you know, and, and it's unfortunate, and they'll have to uh, strategic, right? They'll have to be super strategic about how they do it. Either look for a buyer or. Just significantly shrink the bank, um, and those are, you know, two of a very limited amount of options that they have. So, interesting, very, very interesting. Yeah, to witness. Well, I mean, as we've seen uh, or discussed, this is not necessarily a result of something that they've done which could be the case for other banks outside of San Francisco. Sure. I want to get this across. First Republic Bank is a huge bank that's all across the country. It's not just in San right. Francisco. Um, but um, 
you know, this plague of confidence, you know, failing confidence among customers and businesses could definitely reach, um, you know, the entire country. So how does something like this affect um, other banks, um, both, you know, large banks that are in different uh, geographic locations and regional banks? Yeah. Well, it's it's really interesting. Um, I, I think First Republic is actually classified as a regional bank, um, even though they are of the large size that they are. So they're probably a mix between a regional and, a, and, and what I would classify as a large bank. Um, but w- what's interesting about this is one of the things that the Fed did when, um, you know, when essentially uh, saving Silicon Valley Bank was they decided to insure all of those uninsured depositors. Okay, so essentially everybody's getting their money back, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that's interesting about all this, and in my point of view, is that they, the Fed never said, hey, we're going to do this for everybody, right? They just said, hey, we're going to do it for Silicon Valley Bank, and I believe it was Signature Bank at that time. So, um, you know, confidence, consumer confidence is probably at, at an all-time low with some of these banks that are regional to small community banks. And so I think you've seen um, a significant outflow. What, what, was he, what did he say? An, a, unprecedented uh, an unprecedented outflow of deposits. of deposits, you know, that have plagued a lot of the banking industry. Um, you know, I, I read a statistic the, here recently that said that, you know, JP Morgan had grown uh, somewhere around $30 billion in deposits, uh, you know, with Goldman Sachs being pretty close behind them in, in the 20 billions. Um, you know, those deposits are coming from somewhere. And we've talked about this before. Those deposits are coming from somewhere. It's not just new money, new money that's been invented. Yeah, It's coming from, uh, you know, First Republic Bank. It's coming from, you know, region, other regional banks, small banks. And so, you know, I think that there might be this little, this too big to fail mantra um, or attitude that's out there. And, and I don't know that for certain, but it sure feels that way as um, uh, a lot of these large banks, so your, your top 10 uh, largest banks are really um, increasing in size. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see how it's all working. Yeah. Well, one of the things that uh, has been interesting is the evolution of how we are communicating uh, about good things and things of, you know, yeah. news of crisis. Um, so it was really interesting. A group of five professors put together a research paper um, around how social media affected the bank run on Silicon Valley Bank. Wow, that's, I bet that's interesting. I bet it's I bet it kind of interesting. interesting. <laughs> kind of interesting. Still, five. you're gonna sit down and read this. It's, still, your, it's still five professors, right? <laughs> yeah, come on. It's a uh, it's a uh, recorded research paper. It can't be that fun, but it's probably pretty interesting. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's probably interesting. So these five professors put together this research paper, and uh, it's discussing the social media as a catalyst to the Silicon Valley bank run um, and how we are transmitting information that um, 
can ultimately lead to news spreading like wildfire. Right. I mean, one tweet can, you know, upend a whole society. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. really, but it can, uh, you know, spark a, a bunch of fear. Yeah. Um, on the opposite end, social media is great and it can, you know, one tweet can earn you a new job or earn you a million dollars or whatever it might be. Yeah. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. But um, I just kind of want to go over what they wrote about in the article. Yeah. And because uh, this is really 2008 uh, when when those banks were failing. Was social media like it wasn't popping yet? What were you, seven at that time? <laughs> uh, Ten. I wasn't on any. You weren't on social my, media. Yeah, my 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 Game Boy Advance didn't have uh, Facebook, MySpace. <laughs> well, it okay. didn't have Bluetooth or Honestly, anything. Honestly, I don't recall. I mean, obviously, MySpace was a thing at that time. Didn't have a MySpace. Too young. Well, I got a Facebook. That's okay. Yeah, I got a Facebook. Facebook was was. I think Facebook was invented by that time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. It just wasn't. You know, at the level that it is now, who doesn't have a Facebook? I mean, now I not everybody necessarily checks it, but Twitter is an ultimate. I mean, resource. Um, yeah, a lot of people are. It's just use that as a place to go get a great laugh. But <laughs> this is used. I mean, this shows that people actually use it as news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Can I, you believe that? I guess so. I do too. So these five professors. Here's what they had to say. That this is a summary, so you don't have to read the 53 pages. Thank but you. SVB failed because of bad risk management. Okay. Well, this yeah. was not because that of Twitter. That was clear. It was very clear. Yes. <laughs> this is not because of Twitter. Yeah. Um, but what Twitter did was speed up the process of the failure. Yeah. I mean, this was 48 hours that they completely plummeted. Yeah. And so uh, Twitter did not cause the failure of SVB. SVB caused it. Twitter um, sped it up. So, yeah. Which is a reality for a lot of things right now, right? I mean, it's basically the town hall. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it's essentially town hall now. Um, it's just, it's, it's the town hall for everybody. Yeah, you know, it's not just for your specific town. It's a national town hall. So. Yeah, yeah. People aren't hearing news and and running to the five and dimes to see all their friends and talk yeah. about what's going on. So they're they're running to social media. So it really is interesting. They said that during the run period, they find the intensity of Twitter conversation about a bank predicts stock market losses at the hourly frequency using, I don't know if you've been on there, the dollar sign instead of the hashtag yes, yeah. uh, for certain companies. So these results are consistent with depositors using Twitter to communicate in real time during the bank run. That's How scary is that? That's crazy. Uh, and depositors here, <laughs> communicating with other depositors yeah. real time. Well, the thing was SVB was driven by a lot of VC companies yeah, who yeah. had a very connected, um, you know, social media. Right, an engaged base. And an engaged too. base, yeah. 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 So um, they all knew each other. So, I mean, right? is it fair to say right now we're seeing some of that take place with First Republic Bank? I mean, that's where a lot of the information that you and I are getting is from social media, Twitter, probably specifically. Yep, Jim so. Cramer. Jim right. Cramer runs Jim America. Cramer. Jim Cramer. <laughs> he keeps I, me in the loop. I would love to be an economist. To be an economist is Gosh. like honestly like a bad weatherman. Who's worse at their 
I was just going to say that. It is. It's like a bad weatherman. I, I saw this. Um, there's a group that we work that we work with or that I've, I've worked with before that they, they put out a graph, like a chart here with data points that showed where each economist thought that interest rates, uh, the Fed funds rate would be uh, at year end the year prior. Okay, right. so this is a year in advance. It is so it's wrong. Laughable. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, these are your. It's like the top fifty economists. All right, I don't know what what classifies you as a top fifty <laughs> economist. I yeah. guess you're like a S- certain percentage better than the rest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got a few more con- credentials, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, they're not close. I mean, you know where where the Fed funds rate actually was compared to where the economist assumed it was. I mean, they may be off, you know, 100, 120 basis points. Yeah. Um, and and ah, it's not really fair, right? I mean, nobody pe- planned on a pain- pandemic. You know, 2008, I don't think people foresaw the housing crisis. And if you did, you made a lot of money with all that. Yeah. So. Big short. It's interesting. Some, someone saw it. Yeah. So. Uh, um, but here's the real r- risk about social media and how it relates to uh, to other banks across the country. We've seen, and now we have hard data. We have hard data showing that um, the spread of information can be really dangerous. Um, and so they said that more importantly, SVB is not the only bank to face this novel risk channel. Open communication by depositors via social media increased the bank run risk for other banks uh, who were exposed to such discussions in social media. Yeah. So. So do you think that this is going to require banks to be a little bit more transparent um, or just, I mean, when you're doing a risk management assessment, you're probably not focusing on social media. No. Right? That's probably not one of your uh, your your points made in your risk management discussion is, oh, yeah. hey, what what would happen if somebody got on social media and did this, that, or the other? So, yeah. What would happen uh, if they got on social media and made something up? Yeah. I yeah. mean, the reality is Twitter is not going through and checking to see if if all this information that's being tweeted out is credible. Yeah. I mean, we know that. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a few people uh, uh, who, are, who spread rumors on Twitter, but this is something My that- My favorite rumor, by the way. My favorite rumor, all right, we're Arkansas fans, right? Yes, we are. My favorite rumor ever was when we believed we were hiring John Gruden as our football coach because he wore a red tie <laughs> on some sort of show that he had with like NFL Live or yeah. whatever he was doing, which was probably pre-recorded two weeks That's before true. they ever even aired it. Yeah. My favorite rumor of all time, and I just bit it so hard. Yeah, we yeah. disavow John Gruden. We don't. We don't stand by anything that uh, that he believes in. No, but at one point we were hoping he was going to be our football coach. Absolutely. So X Y two banana yeah. spider. I messed that up, but yeah, you did mess that up. <laughs> what is it? Spider X Y two banana. I think so. I think that was actually there you go. pretty good. Yeah. Speaking of. Um, the San Francisco area or region. Um, he was the head coach at Oakland most recently, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Las Vegas, but I guess that's true. They moved there. Yeah. Maybe that's what First Republic Bank should do. 
All the other sports teams <laughs> are moving to Vegas. to Vegas, so maybe they should try it too. That's not a bad idea. Well, we'll see what they do, but uh, yeah. it's really interesting how all this ties together, and uh, I'm really um, not looking forward to, but curious as to how this all yeah. unfolds, and uh, maybe we'll have an update for, for you all next week. But um, Yeah, be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, like like you said, it's ongoing right now, but enjoyed talking to you about it. Yeah, it was fun. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll see how it unfolds. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star rating and drop a review. Follow us on our socials, which can be found in the show notes below. We will catch you next time.